All right, we're live. Welcome to another episode of Powerhouse Conversations. I'm your host, Fred Underwood. Uh, we got a special episode today about uh, the gaming industry and, and um, the esports. So we got Taryn Morgan coming on. We're going to let him get in, let everybody get in, and we're going to have a good episode today. So let's uh, get started. I think he's already in. Make sure y'all send this. Uh, people, we'll get started. Sup, sup, unable to join us. Okay, just a couple minutes. There we go, there we go. How you doing? There we go. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Nothing much, nothing much, nothing much. How your day going? Things a little lag. You hear me good? It's going good. Yeah, is my internet working? Yeah, I think you're, there's a little lag. Turn the Wi-Fi off my other computer. Yeah, my fault. I'm on the um, school, so I'm going to just go regular. Okay. All right, what about now? I hear you. Yep. All right, peace. All right, good, good. What's going on, man? Thank you for having me on. No problem, no problem. So we'll re reintroduce, uh, you know, welcome to another episode of Powerhouse Conversations where we have dope conversations um, about people in the uh, sports industry, uh, how you can innovate and, um, you know, make sure that we're, we're uh, giving some good information and some good, uh, you know, some, some good insight on what how you got to where you are. Uh, today we have on Taryn Morgan. I'll let you introduce yourself, your background, and kind of uh, get us started. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? My phone's trying to get us all together. You know, we got bootleg tripod style. You know, we we make it we're happen good. out here. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Taryn Morgan, uh, born and raised Neptune, New Jersey. Uh, new home, Baltimore. Been down here 2010 to 13. Moved back home to Jersey. Came back down here. Uh, got my undergrad in communications. Got my first master's degree in higher education administration. And I got my second master's degree in administrative science. So nothing involving gaming at all. However, gotcha. um, I've been doing video since uh, 2005, and I'm a long-life gamer. Like Biggie saw, Small said, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. That's what my <laughs> family was doing, you know. Gotcha. So that background, um, casual gamer over the years, more so um, was into Zelda. But I was nice and mad in a little bit before before 06 when they put the QB Vision. The QB Vision took me down, you know. But after that, you know. 05 Madden cover. I was nice in that. See me if you want to run back, you know. But right. um, I am also an educator. Uh, been in higher education since 2010 professionally. So since then, more so a resident director. So in the role of 
uh, supervising residence halls of various uh, sizes, the students, uh, mostly who are freshman males, and then also a mixture too. Then I did some operations, um, some emergency response, and I'm a general tech head. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of everything. And I also do um, some mental health advocacy work too, independently and with the National Alliance of Mental Illness. So that's a lot in a, in a little bit of time. So, you know, no, that, 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 just tell, that just tells us that, that you have a, uh, you know, a, a good background in what you're doing. Um, but that, that's what I, I will get to the esports and the gaming side of it. But I do want to I want to dive a little bit deeper into because you said like a, you know as far as being educated, I want to dive a little bit deeper into what brought you to wanting to impact the kids' lives in that in that way from the gaming perspective. Mm -hmm. So I've always been a giver. I was a um, camp counselor throughout the years. So I always had that natural gift with kids and education was something that wasn't really pushed in my family like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually the first uh, college graduate within my immediate family. So for me, it was just one of those things of just something that was naturally within me wanting to get back to people and then the youth. Um, my father and my grandfathers, they were coaches for Pop Warner and uh, for also for baseball. So all that stuff was there, and I come from a very large family, so, you know, I'm a very family-oriented person. So, for me, it just was something I was always interested in. I was always a uh, naturally curious kid, so always wanting to know more and more and whatnot. So, education, it just, I gravitated towards it because, first of all, when I was graduating college, I didn't know what I wanted to do anyway. So, like, I didn't want to go to college in the first place. Like, my parents literally said, if you don't go to college, you're not staying here. Right. And that showed up in my grades. My first year, freshman year, I got a 1.7 GPA. I was out here partying, drinking, you know, ladies left and right, all that stuff. So I was just in my element. And then um, I got serious my sophomore year and I uh, got a 3.7. And ever since then, I've been high three since and really saw the power of education, not just formal education, but also self-education, reading right. books, researching on your own. So, you know, for me, I look at it as a way to get out of the situations of where I've been in, you know, and to take me further. No, no, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So, so let's tie that into how kids are able to, uh, you know, to capitalize on the game, what, what people shunned before, uh, you know, now it's becoming a thing that, that can take these kids far. So give, give uh, everybody who's not familiar, uh, give them some background on where esports sits and how it uh, it intersects with college. Mm -hmm. It's wild because I never thought it would be here. <laughs> like, literally, when I was a kid, my grandma would say, take that thing off my TV before you break it. So, like, we went there, and then freshman year, we were playing Call of Duty Heavy, yeah. and that wasn't available. But when the pandemic came, 2020, I always knew about esports, like, around 2018. I'm like, this is a thing. Right. And then um, for us, we, we all experienced the pandemic, obviously. And for universities around the country, they weren't allowing, majority of them weren't allowing students to stay on campus. So we need to figure out a way to really engage our students at a distance and keep them connected. And that was what I did via uh, video games and esports. So there's a tournament thrown by uh, 300 Entertainment, uh, DCLR, and also Community, um, which was a Call of Duty tournament. First ever HBCU Battlegrounds uh, put the team together in a week and we came about and we won everything. So for us, esports really was one of those things of we can engage the students. But then for me, when I saw like this is something that we're actually good at, 
And right. I just have a natural knack for building things. That's what really helped me get there. So esports for a lot of black people, it's one of those things of we're just not educated about it. They say right. that video games are a waste of time. However, it's not. Right. And us having conversations like this and me personally pushing that video games can change your life because it changed mine. That's something that needs to be uh, said out there. So really uh, experience is key. And uh, one thing that uh, Jihan put out there was, was good, the hip hop tech diva. Uh, make sure you follow her. She has some really, really good uh, information when it comes to uh, web transformation. Okay. Transformation, we're talking about metaverse, all that good stuff, web three. But uh, esports, it is competitive video games. So it can be your Madden, um, Call of Duty, Super Smash Brothers, anything along the lines. And also I've been seeing a competitive pool. Like back in the day, we used to play pool on the computers. Yeah. That's yeah. something now, playing chess online. So it's really something that isn't a definable thing 100%, but that's what it is. And that's one thing I love is ever evolving and growing. And that's what allows for black and brown people to really get into the field because there's no set way. I still right. consider it the wild, wild west because it's ever growing and changing. And I'm able to put my own individual unique swag on it and approach right. to really de delivering. And everyone has those specific gifts that they can contribute. Um, for me, I come from a video background and that's exactly what esports is. It's entertainment. Right. And you're doing your broadcast. You still have to do some editing. Um, you have to um, have broadcasters like ESPN. You have literally everything. It'd be event production. Um, you have places that are tournaments that are taking place within uh, facilities and you have to deck out the facilities with production and with decoration, et cetera. So, there's a lot of different ways for people to get into it. Um, and I'm sure, I'm not sure if I answered your question completely, but you know, I just want to make sure I put the information out there though. Gotcha. I, the E uh, stands for electronic. Um, I, her question was, uh, what, what does the e, e mean in esports? So yeah, so just, yeah, just going back to that. Um, so the, the gaming aspect, it, it, and I, I, it was kind of cool that you, uh, you kind of brought up about the different, because I didn't even think about, you know, chess, uh, you know, like you said, pool. Mm -hmm. Like it can go a lot of different places. Most people think of, you know, like you just said, like a Madden, uh, NBA 2K, or Call of Duty, Halo, all those different things. Um, so it, this, uh, like you said, there's a, there's a lot of different places that this can go. Um, Absolutely. Uh, from that standpoint, I want to dive a little bit deeper into, uh, you know, from a college perspective, uh, is there is, you know, we talk about the, the, big, the big sports, right? So you think about basketball, football. Uh, baseball, the money, the money makers in, in college, right? So mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure the funding is an issue uh, for for esports, especially being at HBCU. But how how does that work with with, uh, with with getting funding to do the things that you want to do for these kids? Absolutely, funding is an issue um, because it's so new; they don't know what it is. And of course, you have the old heads who have the mentality of that's a waste of time. You right. can't get ahead. However, when I come back to you saying that I brought a quarter, quarter million dollars to the university in a year, there's something there, you know? Right. So it's one of those things I've really, um, that it's, it's a, an extremely up here battle, but it's worth it at the end of the day. Um, I'm let y'all know right now, if you're trying to get into the field, you're probably not going to get paid for the first couple of years. I still haven't got paid two years, but in a quarter million dollars. So like, it's different. However, I've had the conversations with, the president and vice presidents and they're aware of everything. And the fact that it's so new, you got to look at it. It's not like your traditional sports. Right. It is, but it isn't. Right. Uh, it's a uh, athletic, the varsity component. Then you have the recreation. And then you just have the social 
Right. And then you also have the academic side of things too. Right. So it's these three different things. So I always put recreational and social together. So three different sides of what esports is to a university. Right. And with that, um, it's extremely expensive to start a program. You know, you have to have the consoles. You have to some places. Majority of esports right now is with uh, gaming computers. And computers, those rigs, they can go anywhere up to like starting a good one, maybe three thousand, four thousand dollars. Mm. And if you're looking at a team of 10, 15 people, that adds up very quickly. And then right. you have to make sure you have the infrastructure. You have the broadband uh, Ethernet available. Right. You have the heating equipment in there because those computers heat up. You got to have the room cool down a little bit. Gotcha. Um, the electrical costs. That's another thing right there, too. Um, so the way that we kind of uh, counteract those, those uh, costs are through comp competition. So, you know, you have competitions where they have various prize pools, uh, some $15,000, some $10,000. You have people out here winning like millions right. playing video games. So for us, uh, our, our winnings probably have come to about $50,000. But um, that is something from just organizations that we work with. There's way more things out there. Mm -hmm. And there's not enough manpower to get to those different opportunities. So that's when you have that, that funding issue that adds to it also. However, one thing I'm very interested in to see is how uh, NIL, which is name, image, likeness, Beans. is going to come into play. Because <laughs> when you're looking at big gaming companies, like uh, big gaming teams like FaZe, FaZe Clan, FaZe Clan is a billion-dollar video game team. And they have various members who are doing different things. It can be music. It can be graphic design. Right. selling merchandise, all that stuff. So NIL, I think it's really going to be interesting once it hits into esports um, because it's just going to take it somewhere totally different. And especially when you're creating this content, content right. is a powerhouse. You know, content is king right now. So right. I'm really interested to see within the next five years where that's going to take us because it's going to give a lot of people opportunities who previously didn't have those opportunities. And especially when you're talking about getting into the STEAM field. So, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so you, you actually beat me to it with the NIL. But uh, as far as the NIL, is it not, is it, uh, they haven't regulated it in, in your space yet? Or is it that uh, the opportunities just aren't there yet because it's not the big name of uh, sport? Well, at majority of schools, well, NCAA in general right now does not recognize esports as a sport. So we're not governed by them. Gotcha. So their rules don't apply to us. So that's yeah. why I say it's a wild, wild west. So really, it's one of those things of building those strategic partnerships and making sure that the right people know. And then also data. Data is king. Having yeah. that data showing, like, I get these impressions. This is our engagement rate, all that stuff. So it's not really a matter of uh, issue of getting the NIL because, yes, it's going to be a challenge no matter what. But it's a matter of time. You know, like, for us, we've been in the game officially this past year was our pilot year. Yeah. So since fall, but we were playing since October 2020. So this is a year where I put the structure in place. So, you know, you can't have a Ferrari without building that structure, that company, that brand. Right. You have to get your systems that work. You right. have to get students on board and get their buy-in because ultimately they are the ones that are playing the games. But at the same time, they don't have that business mindset. So it's one of those things that really a lot of building that system, building the foundation, because when you have a strong foundation, that's when you can go big. If right. you go big too fast without a strong foundation, it's all going to topple down. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so is that something that you all can um, monetize like 
already or is it is it is it um let's see how do i put this is, is it something that you all are able to partner with them now and it and um like businesses are already uh you know looking to do that or it... so you do have sponsorship opportunities a lot of those in there gotcha. um like say for instance for our jerseys uh we are so I'm also the uh, director of uh, broadcasting and development for the MIAC conference, which is Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. All right. So for us, our jerseys are sponsored by a company. So they have their name on it and are gotcha. donated to us. So for us, it's more so, I'm sorry, I just had a, a brain freeze. <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> no, so I was just uh, asking about the opportunities for, uh, for you all to monetize it now because that's why I was, uh, oh. as far as like offsetting some of that cost, right? Got you. Yeah, there definitely is. It's the matter of pitching to these companies. Um, so when you're looking at content, your content can be licensed out to other places. Right. So that's the move that I'm looking for right now. But with everything right now, we're still in the developmental phase at Morgan State University. So things are kind of want to freeze until they get a budget approved for me to really do what I need to do. So like I said, that, that, that time frame of waiting to get paid, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to present them with the whole package of, okay, this is what's going on. Ball boom in a report in the year report. This is what we did. Yeah. Okay. Now I have the leverage. Now what are you going to do? Like I know what I do. What do you do? Right. So right. that's one of the things that so, was like those challenges, the institutional challenges. I think that that you all sit in a unique space as well because, like you mentioned earlier, you all have, have the ability more than than um than you know the other sports to be able to 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 bring that data to them, right? Because a lot of the things that you all do is data driven. You can get on Twitch. You can get on all these other these other things, like you said, impressions. Create that content, and you're able to to uh, to show the value up front, and you're able to uh, to leverage their, their personal brands just off mm-hmm. of the, all the uh, the uh, the numbers and the analytics that you're you're going to have. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so and and I, this was the other thing I wanted to ask about the uh, tournaments. Are they are these tournament? Are you all joining just uh, you know whatever tournaments out, out there? Or there are there specific uh, leagues or uh, tournaments for college? So the two organizations that we work with is the MIAC. So the MIAC oversees all the uh, about I think ten HBCUs. So some of them include Dell State University, Howard University, uh, North Carolina Central University. Um, I'm definitely missing more, but I can't remember them right now. So they have, we have a league that we've done. Um, we were the inaugural split gate champions, uh, for the first, for fall 2021. And then we were the runner ups overall for spring 2022. So that's one of the leagues that we participate in. And then also community, um, which is a, uh, HBCU nonprofit esports organization who establishes all of the, the, uh, different titles. So. They had a Call of Duty League, Madden, um, and what, what's the other title? Uh, NBA 2K. Uh, shout out to my students. Uh, we were the NBA 2K and Madden champions. So okay. definitely they're killing right there. So for us, these are the organizations that um, we've particularly been working for. Um, I'm all about strategic partnerships. Uh, we're right. open to other organizations too, but you have some people who are allowing free play and then you have some people who want you to pay in order for your students to play and the benefit isn't that great in return. So I'm more so like, what's the benefit? Because a lot of places, they just want the title of Morgan State University being involved and there's no other benefit uh, besides exposure, quote unquote. So, yeah. 
And yeah. so, uh, in th in this instance, the, I, I would assume that DAC is is a uh, is kind of responsible for going and securing, uh, you know, different sponsorships, different opportunities to put together those for the league. Is that how it works? So for me, uh, sanctioned play, yes. So okay. they get those. So they're the ones that donated our jerseys. But for everything else, it's more so just me and my market research. Gotcha. Or if my students see that there's someone else that they want to um, do some stuff with or it's a competition, I'm like, sure, go ahead. But I know for me particularly, I'm, I'm all about what's going to bring the greatest return to our students. What's going to be the biggest benefits uh, outside of the cash pools? Do you have stuff for internships, for careers? So that's really what I'm on, trying to develop our students holistically. Yeah, and that's, and that's where I wanted to go was was uh you know with the with the uh the kids that come on your team how does that work then are they are are you recruiting them or are you recruiting them once they get on campus like how how what does that look like so for me um i've been on social media since black planet <laughs> so like AOL chat rooms me hitte all that stuff so for me like i use social media as my tool to find things but also to recruit so necessarily i don't recruit i just put the graphics out here saying that we have a team and then i leave it up to the students to say organized now gotcha. because these are skills that they need anyway right when they're getting into the job force after the fact so my my approach when it comes to these students is that i treat them just like business partners gotcha. i am your board person your board but y'all are the organization y'all running this right. so i'll make the moves i'll talk to people that y'all can't talk to that right. i access to and then y'all do what you gotta do on, on the other end because the students they know the game culture right but they don't know the business Right. For me, I have a fusion of both of them because I'm a lifelong gamer and I've been doing operations and I've been dealing with big budgets. So for me, it's more so like I'm developing them to be business leaders in their respective fields. So that's the way I'm really approaching everything with that. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So is there in the, in the future, is there opportunity or are you looking at, uh, for opportunities for, I guess, quote unquote, scholarships to come to play? Oh yeah, we we just actually just gave out our um hundred thousand dollars in scholarships donated to us by Verizon. Okay. Um, and then this past year we established a partnership with the University of California Irvine, um, to establish a pilot program with them, an exchange okay. program. So we had our vice president and president this past year go out to California for eight weeks to do paid research, um, on anything related to gaming and esports, and then their masters and doctorate if they choose to go for it all covered and they get a $30,000 stipend and they can apply for another $20,000 for a fellowship. So the opportunities are out there definitely because this is a unique pathway that's pushing students into the STEAM fields. So that's the big push right now. And especially when you see everything that happened post George Floyd, where, you know, all of the performative things of let's support black people and all this stuff. So like we're still seeing that residual effect of things, but with us, we're getting these opportunities, but we're showing up and we're showing out. So that's right. the main thing. Okay, okay. And then, so, uh, you know, I know you, you, you touched on it a little bit, but, uh, you know, after the game, like, you know, we, we, we talk about the, you know, the regular, the NCAA, the uh, regular sports, the sports that everyone thinks about, and then there isn't a path after that, right? So, uh, you know, they have to figure it out. But this is a field that, okay, you get in here, um, and you and you're able to learn about technology. You're able to learn about all these different things, and you're able to uh, to to uh, especially the way you're doing it. Um, you're 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 teaching them about the business side of of things, um, and and um, having them get some hands-on experience. So I think that's a, a a very unique proposition for 
uh, them to uh, be prepared for life after college. But what are some of those uh, fields that they can get into after uh, going through uh, esports? Yeah, so there is a competitive pro track, but just like NFL, NBA, anybody in their mom want to be in there, you're not going to be there. <laughs> like, not everybody's going to be there. Right. But, you know, you have to have somebody that's actually drawing the characters. That's something. So if you're a drawer, boom, oh. you're good. You need somebody that's actually voicing the characters. You know, you need a crazy soundtrack if you're playing NBA 2K or Madden. Yeah. So these are different areas right there. Um, social media managers, um, lawyers, there's law yeah. and everything. So tech... Typically, anything these careers now you see, they can kind of transfer into esports too and gaming. Right. Um, when you look at video games in general, about I think it's like eighty-four percent of black teenagers play video games. But when you look at game developers, only two percent black people within the field. So through gaming, we're able to really make that change, introduce these different uh, careers that usually black folks aren't introduced to because. Right. You know, we're not privy to some of these conversations that these white families have, right. you know, about technology or whatnot. Right. And for me, I, I go to, I, sh I intentionally talk about all my trials and challenges that I have had throughout my life to show them that I ain't come from this background, but now I'm in here killing it because I'm using my gifts. Right. And one of those things is like, your gifts will make room for you. And that's right. exactly what happened. You know, I've been doing video for years. I've been doing graphic design. So when this came, I was already here. Right. And we were already doing Madden tournaments back in 05, 04 with the right. Fatback TVs, me and my boys. Right. So I'm like, when I found out about esports, I'm like, this was what I'm doing? Right. I'm like, word? Right. I felt like 50 Cent. He said, I put a quarter water in a bottle and sold it for two bucks. And Coca-Cola bought it for billions. Worth it. Right. I'm like, that was my same exact thing. And I knew that if I got my foot in this field, that I wouldn't, nobody could deny me. Deny me. And one of the lucky things is that I have an amazing supervisor that allows me and advocates for me to push forward within this field too. Um, and he's seen the stuff that I've done so far. And I've told him the, the, some of the moves that I'm gonna make. Like I straight up told him, I'm gonna bring in millions into Morgan if y'all just let me do what I gotta do and then get out of my way. Right. So it, it's just a lot of opportunities. And one of those things of like, you just gotta jump when it comes to this field, try something, see what sticks really. Yep. So that's the best advice I can give to anybody that's trying to get into esports path. It's not gonna be easy, but as long as you're authentically yourself and giving it your honest attempt, you're good. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I know we're coming up on our time. I did have one more question about surrounding. Um, is there any, uh, you know, any any talks of NFTs or anything of that nature of, you know, dealing with esports? Or so NFTs, I'm still like, on the fence about stuff, right? I'm like, what's the purpose of owning somebody's play? Right. Or like dug on somebody. But at the same time, with video games, it makes sense to me. Because right. you have people who are mod mods who create characters, right? They create weapons, they create skins, and that is the NFT. Yep. So when it comes to that stuff, I'm like, absolutely go ahead, kill it. But when it comes to like the other stuff like the gameplay, I still don't understand it. I understand there's something there, but I'm like, yeah. So NFT, yeah, there's definitely a lot of possibilities for us to do more with NFTs when it comes to video games. Gotcha. Cause, and, and that's what I was, because uh, we talked a little bit about the monetization and the NILs and things of that nature, but just with the with it going hand in hand with uh, gaming, like you said, that's kind of where it started is the skins yeah. and the different things that you can buy and, and, um, and own in, mm -hmm. in, uh, in the metaverse 
uh, quote unquote, and and that's uh, you know a good place. And like I said, if we if we want these, uh, we want we want uh, you know people of color to be able to uh, to uh, you know capitalize on these things that are, that are going to be going on in the future. This that's one of the ways that that I I just like see uh, see it going. And especially when it comes to NFTs, thinking about music creation and music creators. I see it as this is a great opportunity of video games taking this opportunity to do this to allow for people to submit their music to be a part of the soundtrack. Because when you look at Grand Theft Auto, mm -hmm. right, you got a ton of music within there. So what would happen if you gave people opportunity to put the stuff out there? Yep. That's another form of uh, revenue creation that can be there. And you can develop the next uh, era of talent, too. But, you know, it's, it's one of those... Uh, Conversation they're going to be having developers yourself, though. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, that's that's dope. Well, again, man, I appreciate your time. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Is there anything else that you would want to, uh, you know, to like, like I said, there, that kid that that's out there that's that's playing the game but not knowing, you know, how, uh, you know, where to go or or what to do. Um, any advice? Mm -hmm. I would say definitely like just ignore the haters or the noise. You know, if you feel strongly about something and you have a plan that's the main thing okay you're playing but what are you doing with this this gameplay are you uploading it are you streaming on twitch are you making clips that can go viral etc or are you making merchandise based upon some of your things you say your common catchphrases um just do it you know go for it see what works because the best way to learn is to fail and learn from those mistakes definitely um, and for the future, you know, um, I'm looking to have some camps here uh, that will be in person, also remote. And then also we have some more scholarship opportunities, too, um, because the MEAC, we're really pushing for esports to become a varsity program. Okay. So um, y'all can definitely keep in touch uh, at Taryn Morgan, T-A-R-R-I-N, as in Nancy, Morgan, all one word. And then also uh, follow the esports program at Morgan State University. MSU Bears Esports. And through those two platforms, I will be announcing a lot of the big things that we have coming up. Um, I'm also extremely active on LinkedIn. Well, not extremely, but active <laughs> on LinkedIn. So I'll leave it at that. So I post the stuff there. Um, also, to the students out there who are trying to get in the field or anybody with esports, LinkedIn is gold when it comes to you connecting with people with esports. Um, people with an esports, especially black people, they're extremely, extremely welcoming. So don't be afraid to hop in somebody's DM to ask a question and whatnot. Of course, introduce yourself first. Don't right. say like, hey, I need this information. Like, no. Like, it's just like you introduce yourself to anybody else. So, but uh, yeah, shout out to Slack. You know, we waiting, we, we waiting to come for y'all. You know, yeah, sports, yeah. competitions, you know, get at us. That's but, um, yeah, but that's everything right there. And if y'all have any other questions too, please hit me up. I have a lot of... Uh, opportunities for internships for careers um anything i can be a resource i can plug most of people what game what games are are your uh students uh i guess what what are y'all what are y'all uh specializing in what, what games that y'all are playing so this past year we did rocket league uh which by, by the way we were the uh hbc mcdonald's hbcu network uh champion for that one uh super smash brothers call of duty um Sorry, I am blanking right now. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty, what else is there? Uh, we did Halo last year. It didn't really do too, do too well. Splitgate, NBA 2K, Madden, 
Um, and then for this upcoming year, we're looking at getting into more computer gaming. So Valorant, um, Overwatch, League of Legends, also looking at Fall Guys and Multiverses that's coming out. Okay. Well, again, man, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, we'll, we'll stay in touch and uh, thank you again. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you so much.